For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Bill McCallum, a professor emeritus of mathematics at the University of Arizona and the founder of Illustrative Mathematics. Welcome, Bill. We hear about college professors starting companies. They aren't often mathematics companies. Tell us a little bit about what Illustrative Mathematics does. Well, we produce curriculum and professional learning for math teachers, K through 12. We started out as a project within the mathematics department, originally illustrating the meaning of the Common Core state standards in mathematics, which I was involved in uh, writing. And so initially it was something that started out just as a resource for teachers. and. I thought it was going to be over in a few years, and then it snowballed from there. So was this something that you had been interested in all along, or was this something that uh, came up at a certain point in your career? It's a little bit of both, I guess. I've always had an interest in education, um, even when I was active in research in mathematics. I was working on undergraduate education projects and thinking about better ways to teach calculus and stuff like that. Then I sort of got involved in K through 12 education. People started wanting me to be an advisor on a project or something like that. Um, probably the big shift was the Common Core. I was asked to chair the work team that wrote the math standards. And that really, I think, was the beginning of this phase of my life. This is a more maybe a philosophical question, but what is the state of mathematics learning in the United States right now? So people complain about it a lot. My attitude is not to worry too much about what the state is, but just to recognize it can always be improved. Uh, there are certainly districts that are doing very well. There are districts that um, are not doing very well. I think a lot of it has to do with equity and access to quality materials and to quality instruction. Um, one of our focus areas is that we want to get into school districts that are high needs school districts. We have a particular focus on helping districts where the kids maybe aren't getting the materials and instructional quality that they need. Do you tailor it to particular types of districts or do you just have a general one for each grade level? We have not yet done any sort of tailoring. We developed a comprehensive curriculum, which is a complete set of lesson plans and supports for teachers, assessments, family support materials. Our materials do have some built-in supports for English language learners and for students with disabilities. Also for students who are ready for more and who want to go further than the curriculum. So we've built in some sort of flexibility there. I would also say the design of our approach to teaching where we it's we call it problem-based instruction where students are first given a chance to work on a problem for themselves before being told how to solve it lends itself to a sort of accommodating a diverse range of learners because if kids are sharing with each other their reasoning talking to each other explaining their reasoning then the kids who are able to really grasp things quickly are, are sharing that knowledge with kids who are still struggling. And so there's an inbuilt way that you can accommodate that sort of range of learners that you get in the typical classroom. To what extent is this aligned with or uh, parallel to efforts going on in other countries? Well, it's not directly aligned, although it's aligned to the Common Core State Standards, which are aligned to the standards of high-achieving countries. And so in that sense, I would say it is on a par with the education that kids get in high-achieving countries. 
What is the Common Core and what's the status of that? The Common Core is lots of things to lots of people. Um, became a bit of a political football for a while there. When I talk about the Common Core, I'm just talking about the standards. That is their description of what kids should know and be able to do at each grade level, K through 12. There was all sorts of other baggage associated with that around teacher accountability and assessment, but I'm just talking about the standards themselves. And I would say there's still quite large agreement between states about what kids should know and be able to do at each grade level, even when those states have revised their standards and are not calling them common core anymore. They've still basically settled on some basic agreements about, uh, you know, kids should learn to add fractions in grades four and five. Um, they haven't changed that. So in terms of our curriculum, I think it's aligned to the standards of most states. Thank you for coming in, Bill. You're welcome. It was great chatting with you, Tim. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.